Hello, 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 dear. Welcome back to the Unlimited Life podcast with Teresa. Happy New Week, and how is the week coming along at your end? Um, I believe you're making the most of the time already. Now, today I'll be talking about something really interesting, and it's just your uniqueness. Each of us are here with a unique ability, strength, and style that can't be found elsewhere. We all are uniquely different from the next person, and our refusal to present that uniqueness to the world, our refusal to show up in our unique state, is depriving us of real fulfillment and also depriving the world of the benefits our lives are supposed to bring. When we say the unlimited life and to live this unlimited life, the first thing that should come to our minds is the fact that we need to accept and embrace who we are. Your uniqueness, all that makes you you, embracing that uniqueness and channeling it in a way that ensures you keep reinventing yourself with upgraded versions of you. Now what this does is that with each new version of you that comes, with each new reinvention of yourself comes new experiences, new opportunities, new levels of life, service, career and all of that. Now when we say to live your limited life, it is first to be comfortable in your own skin. It is first to find who you are and, you know, embrace who you are and live from that epicenter of who you are. Accepting who you are and accepting your uniqueness is the beginning of freedom in life. We all are faced at some point with the temptation of wanting someone else's life, someone else's success, someone else's business, and all of that. You know, sometimes we, we just, you know, we look around this entire world and we sometimes feel as if it just looks like I'm the only one who my life isn't working. Every other person is doing something that you want. And you know, that constant fight and that constant chase to keep up with something that is just a vacuum the idea of looking at a person's experience and wishing it could be us happens to a lot of us and it happens sometimes probably maybe when things aren't going as well as we want them to or even just you know generally just randomly scrolling through social media pages and you just start to save your other person's life and it just feels like what's happening with me another layer of this is the fact that some of us do not just desire other people's lives but we actually feel like whatever we do is sort of less or substandard to what others do. So we have the first layer of, you know, just really wanting, feeling like, oh, I want this other person's life, I want this, I want that, that belongs to someone else, I wish my life could be like that. To the second layer of feeling like whatever we do is just second to what other people do. You know that feeling of every other person does this thing so well, this person is more brilliant than I am, how do I ever want to produce anything or, you know, render any service that can match up with what this person is doing? We struggle with feeling like imposters and we say things like, so and so person has done this already, so there's no point in me doing this again. Be 
because I'm no match for this person, or because this person is better than me, or because this person is more talented than me. You see, we all are faced with this constant struggle of seeing how every other person is doing something and we sometimes feel like we can't match up with this other person. And I see one of the things we need to first agree on early enough is the fact that there will always be people that are better than us and there will always be people who are you know, coming behind us. That is like a constant level in life. That So the thing is, if we don't understand this fact and we don't understand that, irrespective of how much this person or that person is better than us, there's something we have that they will never have. There's something about us that they will never, they will never be able to have. Do you understand? And this thing about us is not something that you know really makes us superior in that sense, but it's just something that comes with our unique DNA that will not be replicated on somebody else. And the the, the, the truth we need to also understand is the fact that we need the diversity. We need all of us to be different. So when we start to try to live like another person, we start to do the things that, you know, this other person is doing because it just sort of makes sense. We we deprive the world of that diversity that we are all supposed to produce. So that by the time I start to live like me, I start to do my own things, I start to, you know, live out my uniqueness, you start to do the same, the next one start to do the same, the world becomes more interesting, the world becomes better. As against all of us trying to fit into the mold that society has, you know, or popular culture has made for us and we're all trying to fit into it. The truth is, the reason why we say things like this most times is because we do not have a clear sense of what makes us unique and different from others. And I feel this is probably one of the things that many of us struggle with and this is one of the reasons why we are underproducing. This is one of the reasons why we are not as productive as we ought to be because we do not have a clear sense, we do not have a clear understanding of what makes me different from you or what makes you different from me. Just as I said, we can't all fit into one mode that society has made. And that's the disservice society has done to us by portraying certain things as the cool thing and all of us start to rush in that direction. We would never do things exactly the same way. And it's that diversity that brings the beauty of of life. Knowing what makes you different from others, knowing what your superpower is, knowing the things you do so naturally, discovering your own unique selling points can help set you on a pedestal you cannot imagine. It can alter your life and help you to start to live from, you know, a different perspective, a different point of view. And and it just keeps you from this chasing after keeping up with a vacuum, keeping up with something that doesn't even exist and chasing after the wind. Some people live all their lives without stumbling on their own unique gifts and passion. And finding that passion and living from that epicenter where you're most gifted. Imagine living like maybe 60 years, 70 years, even 20 years, and not really finding your own unique gift, your own unique person. And all through that time, you're just trying to fit into a mold that you don't even know who placed the mold. And never forget, it's never about how long or how well we live. And the interesting thing about understanding our uniqueness and embracing it is the fact that our fulfillment, satisfaction, and even world power, influence, and all of that 
is closely tied to us finding our uniqueness and living from that standpoint. There are levels of fulfillment we never step into if we are just living to fit into a mold that has been created for us. And it's just the usual thing that once you come or once you know you're giving birth to in this life, once you start to go, it just sort of feels like you're actually just living out a script that's been presented to you. But at some point, you need to wake up and take the reins of your life and start to think about, am I just living out the script that's been given to me? Or am I finding the script that I'm supposed to live out? Am I finding the script that I'm supposed to live out? Or am I just living out a script that has been presented to me? If you're doing what you shouldn't be doing, or what does not fall in line with your unique self, the effect will be constant dissatisfaction, discontents, and you know, feeling of you're missing out on something. The people who have deep-seated fulfillment are those who are actually living in line with the scripts that they ought to be living with. Our entire life here will be our entire life here should be lived in full recognition of the abilities we possess and the way and manner in which we are expected to put those abilities to use. The beginning of a healthy self-esteem, a healthy life, is to understand and embrace your uniqueness. Discovering who you really are. Discovering what makes you different. This is not anything complex. It's not anything mystical. It's just knowing what you're naturally comfortable with and just allowing yourself flow in that direction without constantly feeling like, oh, this doesn't fit with the norm, which we need to ask ourselves, who actually sets the norms? Who put the norm in place? Because you see, sometimes we're depriving ourselves of something that would potentially be of great benefit to us and to the world because we're feeling like, oh, this is not a popular thing. Oh, this is not how people are expected to be in this kind of... And, and the question we need to start to ask is, who actually created these rules? Who set these rules? Why don't you set your own rules for your own life based on the script you know you should be living for your own life? Never forget the God who created us knew exactly what he was doing when he made each of us unique and different in our own ways. And just as I've said and I'm going to say it again, our fulfillment in life, our reaching to the highest level of our potentials is closely related to us discovering that uniqueness. Now, a few things that I want us to note in discovering our uniqueness and embracing our uniqueness is first be open-hearted. First be open-hearted. You see, being set in your ways is a disaster to any life. Always feel like, oh, this is it. This is all it can ever be. You know, just saying, this is what I've always known. This is how I always want to be. It's, it's, it's a disaster to any life. Being open-minded, the willingness to explore and try out different options of things that might not be so comfortable to us is an important way people find what they love to do and what they are called to do. If you find there's something you really want to experiment with, why don't you just try it out? Always remember this. At the end of the day, your regret will be mostly on the things you did not do than on the things you do. 
it's 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 just so surprising that you see people say things like, Oh, I've always wanted to do this thing for this, and you're asking them how long have you wanted to do this, and they're like for 10 years. And I'm like, why should you wait 10 years to try out something? I mean, if you try it out and it feels and you feel like oh this isn't it, then you just move on. But why should you wait and you know just keep saying, Oh, I've been nursing this idea for so many years? I just feel it doesn't make sense. Experiment. Be open-hearted. If there's something you've been feeling like, oh, I want to try this thing out, I want to try this thing out, why don't you just go ahead and try it out? If you try it out and it doesn't turn out as as, as you want it to, then it's fine. You just go ahead with your life. But, oh, I've been meaning to write this book, I've been meaning to start this business, and you've been meaning to start this business a year goes, two years goes, three years goes, four years goes, and you're not doing anything about it. Never feel like you can't do some things. I think this is probably so so powerful because some people feel like oh no this is something i'm not cut out for yes we know there are certain things some person may not be cut out for but the truth of the matter is you can actually do anything honestly you can do anything and you can even do everything the only reason why you should not do something is because you know it's not in line with your you know with your own uniqueness with your own call with your own purpose and with your own vision for your life and it should not be because maybe you can't do this thing because a lot of us limit ourselves by feeling like oh no i've never done something like this before i'm not sure it's going to turn out well i'm not sure i'm gifted for this sometimes you never really know what you're gifted for except to try it out you may not even know that you're talented in doing something until opportunities present itself and you literally just flow with the opportunities and this is something that i I feel a lot of us need to always remember, especially if you're a believer in Jesus Christ. Scripture says that all things work together for good, for them that love God and are called according to his purpose. See, many times when opportunities present themselves to you, especially when you're walking in line with what God wants you to do, just flow with it because most of us are really limited in our sight. We really don't even know, we don't even know what we want for ourselves. We don't even know what we can do and what we cannot do. We don't even know what we're equipped to do, what we're gifted for. But sometimes, just by fleeing in the direction of opportunities that play around our lives, we discover the things we've been called to do. But you see, when you're shying away from something that you feel, oh, this is something I really want to do because somebody else feels like it's not good enough or because people you love feel like, no way, that can't work. And then you shy away from it, you deprive yourself of doing something that could potentially change the world in a way you might never believe. If you have an opportunity to do something new and something different, try it out. Just as I've said, you may never know. That may be the path you have been called to take. I'm sure you've heard people who start, who eventually started businesses that they never imagined they would ever do something of that nature. In embracing your uniqueness, always remember that we all as human beings are filled with so much abilities that right now, right here, you don't even have an idea of how much ability you have. You don't even have an idea of how much wealth of, you know, of, of knowledge and ability you already have that if you start to pursue, you would, you know, you would bring up things that the world has never dreamed of. Open-minded. Be willing to embrace new, new, new opportunities of service and new opportunities of work. Be open-minded. 
The second thing I'll mention after talking about be open-minded is ask questions. Yes, ask questions. But you see, the questions are for, first for yourself before for others. You know, it's always easy to ask people, oh, what do you think about this? What do you think about that? Ask yourself first. Do you constantly ask yourself why you're doing what you're doing? Do you constantly ask yourself why you dress the way you do? Why you go to the places you go to? Why you have the friends you have? Many times, it will surprise you that some of the problems you think you have in your life, if you just really sit down and ask yourself some really pertinent questions, you just realize that some things will just fizzle out naturally. I found that in asking yourself some of these questions, it exposes the true state of your life. It exposes the true state of your motivations and your passions. Because you see, sometimes on the surface, you might feel like, oh, this is why I'm doing this. And then you start to really drill down and you realize that, okay, this is just, this is actually not the reason why I'm doing this. There's actually an underlying reason that is just hidden. Do you ask yourself why you're feeling the way you feel? I think it, this is something that sometimes surprises me that you, you probably feel sad and you don't bother to wait and ask yourself why you're feeling sad. Because just as I've said, sometimes we, we feel certain emotions and we even think we know the cause. But actually those curses are just like symptoms. And until we start to drill deeper, until we start to ask ourselves questions, we really don't find out exactly what is actually producing that kind of emotion. Start to dig deeper. Don't just stay on the surface. Dig deeper. You see, this is how you find your uniqueness. This is how, how you find what you're really passionate about. This is how you find the things you really want to spend and through your life committing to. Don't live like a zombie. Don't live like you're being programmed to move in a certain way. Ask yourself questions. Think deeply about the things you do. Ask yourself why you're doing the things you do. Question yourself. Don't just, just as I've said, one of, this is, I've said this before and I'm going to say it again. One of the major disservice we have is that most of us are trying to fit into a mold we did not create for ourselves. A mold God did not create for us. A mold that has been thrust upon us by society. And honestly, this is the first thing we have to overcome if we really live an unlimited life. We need to stop fitting into a mold that was created by someone we don't even know. Ask yourself questions. Don't just do things because that's what everybody is doing. Ask yourself, why are you doing this? Why would you want to do this? Why are you feeling the way you're feeling? Why do you feel like this other person is doing something better than you can't and you can't replicate it or you can't do something even better? Ask yourself. You see, as we start to ask ourselves this question, we start to actually find the underlying motivations for the things we do. We have to we start to actually find, you know, the places where we need to actually begin to work upon ourselves. But when we're living in life, when we're living on the surface and we don't we don't spend time to actually understand why we do the things we do, why we act the way we act, why we behave the way we behave. We are, we, like we are so far away from getting real solutions because it will just be like we're treating symptoms as against treating the real cause of whatever challenge we have. Ask others questions. 
Are you sure you're doing things, the things you're doing for the right reasons? Start to separate what you think it is from what it really is. Because honestly, if you just look at your life on the surface, you think you know what you want. But as you start to drill deeper, you start to see that maybe this is not what you really want. Maybe this other thing is what you actually want. Ask questions. The final thing I'll talk about is stay in your lane. I'm sure after saying be open-minded, you might have probably felt I'm encouraging you to you know, be jumping everywhere, to be everywhere and not to have any focus. But no, actually. What keeps you authentic in a world like ours is your ability to steadfastly stay with the things you are convinced you should do. You know, yesterday, someone very close to me made a statement that resonated so much with me. She said, don't follow the multitude to even do good. Just imagine that. You know, the popular thing is to say, oh, don't follow the multitude to do evil, which is very correct. But sometimes, don't even follow the multitude to do good. Because what is good for everybody may not be necessarily what is good for you. In fact, what is the standpoint from which you measure what is good? You see, this statement is such an eye-opener. You see that this is what is trendy, this is what everybody is doing. Doesn't mean that is what you should do. You have to learn how to stay in your You have to learn how to, that as you start to find, just to be comfortable with what is naturally you. And don't be in a, don't be in a, don't be in a frenzy to try to be like every other person. So be, like, it's okay to be different. Some of the people you feel that are, some of the people you look up to, some of the people you even feel like are really doing amazing things. I promise you, if you drill deep into your lives, especially for the ones that are really authentic, one of the things you discover is that they found who they are and they just start to flow from there. And that's why you love them. So if you try to be like them and you try to start to like the thing they like because they like it, you would actually struggle one and you will not be happy. And the people who should find you won't find you because she understand they'll be seen like a clone of something else. We all have to learn to stay in our lane. This is what keeps us from unhealthy competition. Understanding why we are here, understanding what makes us different, and being comfortable in that place, being comfortable in that space. That if this is something I like to do, and I know it's right for me to do it, then I'll stop feeling like, oh, but well, this is not how this person does it. And I'm just going to just stay there. Some of the greatest inventions came because some people decided that I don't really like this way of doing things. I want to try something different. And now a lot of us are copying those things that these people just try to do. It's okay to be different. And if you find your lane, stay there. Do you hear that? If you find your lane, stay there. Or not if, now, when you find your lane, stay there. Because it's important you find your lane. And once you find your lane, stay there. Don't try to jump everywhere. You see, don't don't say because, because just as you know, I've mentioned, you see this mode that the society thrust on us. It's a mode that is constantly changing in line with what society thinks is the, is the, is the in thing now. 
and just imagine if you keep moving in that direction you just realize that you're chasing you're chasing the wind because you're going round and round without really hitting any target and at the end of the day it just seems like there's really nothing much to your life as you find your lean steady this doesn't mean that you'll not be fixated and not try out new things no but it is that you you're, you're living a focused life and even the things you try out are in line with your overall vision and goal for your life your uniqueness this is something that is so critical this is something that would that will serve as an anchor this is something that should keep you know burning in your heart and should drive your actions your day to day actions your day to day activities every single thing you do because at the end of the day what will bring you fulfillment and what will help those who you've been sent to get the best out of you is you finding your unique your unique abilities your unique person and saving the world with that unique strength that comes from you okay guys so this brings and um, this episode to a wrap and as usual i'm going to be expecting and you know looking forward to get your feedback to get your comments to get you sharing your own experiences on this journey of finding your uniqueness okay so do have an amazing week don't forget to subscribe to the unlimited life podcast share with your friends and enjoy the rest of your week bye everyone